And Georgia so. I want to see. I want to see too. The Triforce Podcast back here at the Damon DVD Exchange. Let me check up the Dusty rosters and check up. Oh, there you are. We didn't set it up. We are just completely <laughs> taking it and running with it. Are you a con man? Oh, uh, you can ask my fiance. Man, I gotta get something for cheap. Right? You gotta get a deal. I gotta get a deal. Welcome, Perjangers and Wallhangers fans, or as we call you, Walljangers. This is a Perjangers and Wallhangers media production of the Triforce Podcast. And yes, of course, we are back here at the Damon DVD Exchange in 23 East State Street, Media PA. Our host graciously asked us to come back here. He is doing a couple Comic Cons this week, uh, this year, and hopefully, we do well enough to come back for the next one. Yes. And of course, we start off in the infamous case of history with everything that you would love: Metroid trilogy. You got, I mean, Doom sixty four, the N sixty four, Game Boy Advance. Those are special Metroid. editions in there. That's why they're priced a little higher. And oh my gosh, what is this? Wolverine? Silver Surfer Black. Absolute carnage. Huh. We may have something here. Bloodshot. Hmm. I think they're making a Vin Diesel movie on there. Yes, they are. So we see the gigantic case here of everything that you could want, starting off with the PlayStation and ending up in everything that you want new, used, everything in between. We've uh, obviously you guys saw us when we went through the deep through here last time, and different stuff. Ultimate Spider-Man. The case has changed. People come and pick up the stuff. Evil Dead, Star Ocean, the Hack series again. Dark Cloud Two, Shadows of the Colossus, Def Jam Vendetta. Yep, Def Jam, Silent Hill. Remember, there's another one in the mix with that, and a rumor that those boys are coming back. Ratchet yeah. and Clank for the PS5. That's going to be coming up on Triforce Podcast on Monday. Still no news on Jack and Daxter. State of Decay 2. Awesome game. Newer game. You got the newer games right here. Bioshock, Battlefield. You got your Red Dead 2. You got everything that you want for your PS4. Seven Days to Die. Big Brother and I were just talking about that one. Got your Pop Heads. Guys, great staff. Kind of. I We're still, okay. I still, should, <laughs> I still should have picked up that Ghostbusters game. It's, it's waiting I, for I you. I still should have. Yeah, I still might. <laughs> and you're leaving with it tonight. <laughs> we see everything from Xbox to Blu-ray right on this wall, including your N64 cartridges. I know Teddy would love this right here. You got your Warzone. You got your NC uh, WCW versus NWO backstage assault, a classic. Yeah, he would be. Um, He'd he be would in heaven be right now. Or a No Mercy. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, backstage yeah. assault is not. <laughs> Rebel Strike, Incredible Hulk. On the GameCube, Smash Brothers. The the Zelda, Zelda collection. And of course, who could never forget Mario Tennis? I played Mario Tennis. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I have it on the Switch now. Still, I still, I still trash my kids. Banjo Kazooie, which they are have already shot down. Any hopes of another game in that series are dead in the water. And Microsoft and Nintendo don't want to play nice. A lot of people's dreams are shattered on that one. A lot of people's dreams are shattered. Well, they did do another one that really didn't perform very well at all. Nuts and bolts. Yeah, awkward title. Which goes to prove, if you don't have lug nuts, 
<laughs> you won't go anywhere. <laughs> Which you can actually find the automotive podcast with Big Brother and myself, Lugnuts, every Sunday. This Sunday, we're going to the auto show. We're going to do a couple live casts, and we're also maybe toss in a couple of uh, videos to sprinkle in for uh, the. Yeah. You can always ask this gentleman to go with you. Little sprinkle, Just a little sprinkle. Yeah. He has an extra ticket. Yeah, I do have an extra ticket to the auto show. I would love to go, except we're going to ZolaCon this weekend to, to go recruit more people for the Comic-Con. So, well, I support that. Yeah, so that's what I support. To all the cons we go, you know? Of course, you Are you a con man? Uh, you, know, I, you can ask my fiance. I won't tell her how much I spent on the ring, you know what I mean? There you go. And then ending off on everything classic, of course, we what have screen, right? screen blocking uh, the uh, Genesis case, but... Genesis can be forgotten. And Darkwing Duck still available. Get it now. And Metroid. GI Joe. It's making a resurgence on Disney Plus though. You guys Darkwing may, Duck. You guys may yes. not okay. know this man had a lot of influence in your life, <laughs> but he did. <laughs> Especially if you're a fan of this podcast, which is all about comics, anime, nerd culture. We talk about Marvel every week. We got someone. From Marvel. He's having And let me get let me put it this way. We didn't set it up. We are just completely <laughs> taking it and running with it. Thanks, Mark. Hey. <laughs> Delco so you can obviously want you to come down here to the Game and DVD exchange, but we also will be forwarding over any information that we get on his next con. Comic Con, that is. We're we're not doing any bank heists. <laughs> Unless you want to link up on GTA Five. Speaking of speaking of cons, there was a funny story. Remember when Scarface came out for the Xbox? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend Keith and I, we were sitting in Brookhaven, Wawa before the Super One, okay. and we were talking about how we had kilos in our trunk in game. Yes. A cop was behind us. <laughs> That's awesome. No, we're talking about Scarface. We're talking about Scarface. Yeah, yeah. As he followed you home. Yeah. It's like no, we let him check the trunk of our car. <laughs> See, we're no just kilos. talking video games, no sir. Kilos. Do we look like we actually no do it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't great. take the risk. But you can take the risk of tuning back in when we come back live. We are going to be uh, sitting down here and just having a lovely discussion, a lovely podcast, and... Hope to see you then, Walljangers. Game on. We are live, actually. Um, hi, guys. We're back. <laughs> Frank Pierce. Percy. Percy. Great <laughs> way to start off an interview. So, you work for Marvel? Work for Marvel or I have worked? Worked at Marvel. Past tense, yes. Okay. Past tense, yes. Uh, back in the early 90s, as uh, in the correction department under uh, John Romita. Okay. As Ramita's Raiders. Ramita's Raiders. Yeah. Raiders. 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 Yeah. Do you want to switch seats? I my hearing is Yeah, no, I forgot better. to clean out my ears. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but behind us, we have, well, green screen. But you guys see some of your work here. That is. That is some of the work that uh, Mark had said, hey, Frank, how about a space on there? He says, yeah, no problem. We can put some stuff of your stuff on there, Frank. I go, hey. Sounds great. It's a great idea. Mark's a great, great guy. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm okay. Get it out there. For some reason, he <laughs> loves having us there. back here, yeah, so we're not going to argue. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, so we are live at the Game and DVD Exchange. This is the Triforce Podcast. Uh, Mark was gracious on, uh, enough to invite us back. We did the walkthrough earlier. 
Uh, we've been setting up, had a couple missteps, and now we're, we're live. We actually have adequate sound, though. Yeah, that's the, the big thing. This the week. last time we were here, the <laughs> live cast was... My brother's hands were by his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't know how good the microphone So the loudest be, person uh, in the room could not be heard, but you could hear those two perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and since then, we've gotten a new microphone. So, um, and we actually configured it properly. Yes, that's most important. Yeah, yes. taking the time. Right. So and uh, click. Would you hit transition, please? God, you suck as a Jamie. <laughs> it, it is kind of right in front of the. Uh... <laughs> Jamie is the producer for Joe Rogan's podcast, okay. Joe Rogan Experience, and of course, yes, you can see the game and DVD exchange in front of us here. We got the uh, a little trick up our sleeves. We and, see. Uh, we see Mark uh, on the green screen looking at his phone. Yes. yes. Hey, working hard. So, so while we have you on cam, <laughs> yes. Do you want to discuss what you have going for? Well, now we have your shirt on cam. <laughs> you need to see. Yeah. There you go. Here they can see you. There we the go. Faceless one. And then the camera is right over there. Right here's the. Center. So April eighteenth, Frank and I and. ACPW, a local wrestling indie group, we will be throwing Delco Mania, which will be, our goal is to make it Delaware County's premier Comic-Con. Uh, it's at the Chichester Community Center. Uh, we're working on getting vendors now and getting everything set up. We're very, very excited. Um, Absolutely. Yes, so it's in about 10 weeks, I believe, at this at this point, as I sweat profusely yeah. to think about the 10 weeks, but yes. Stress times. So uh, yeah, we're ready, yes. So it'll be a Comic-Con all day, as well as a major wrestling event at night. We're very, very excited to kind of do this huge thing. And then later in the summer, in late July, Media will be launching the Great Media Comic-Con. Because it's another as if one. I don't like to work enough. Yeah, I know. We decided to do <laughs> gonna, another one in the same year. We're gonna uh, that'll be two blocks from the store at the uh, the media community center. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're very right. excited. Right? That's awesome. Very yeah. excited for that. And that yes. Is, uh, anything that we can do to kind of be a part of it. Well, you guys are going to have to come and, and film live. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Comic-Con. Anytime totally you want us, that. we'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think yeah. the schedule's yeah. free right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, April 18th. Uh, anytime in between yeah. uh, now and madness. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have you guys again in if you want to come back. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. We're always here. So... so the Comic-Con is awesome. Awesome news. I, I have found such good deals going to these cons. Yeah? I picked up Frank Miller Batman. Okay. Whoa, nice. Which, it was in shitty condition, but I just needed to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I'm a, it's that huck in my jeans, man. I got to get something for cheap. Right? <laughs> you got to get a deal. I got to get a deal. So, I got a deal. It was everything nice freak. and collect. And I got, I'm, I'm a big one into, like, compendiums. So, if you give me a solid story good chunk of the story like I followed The Walking Dead uh, for a while mm -hmm. um, I've recently started getting into more Marvel Deadpool being my go to absolutely um, what were some of your favorite characters that you got to personally work on when you were with Marvel oh um, Punisher Wardrobe was the book so Punisher itself yeah um, that was the um, I, I kind of had to myself that I was going to go um, slowly there to work on a few pages that, you know, maybe have something extra, blah, 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 or some uh, two-in-one or whatever, work my way up. But when um, the editor, Don Daly, said, hey, Frank, uh, I got this book over this new guy. Um, let's see what you can do with him. 
Watch your war journal. There it was. Oh my lord. Oh. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I yeah. Think, I think he hit you right in the uh, field. Did. So, <laughs> of course I have to ask what you, what do you think of the Punisher Netflix series? How did it hit home for you there? Mm-hmm. I think that John Barthol was a great Frank, Frank Castle. I think he had that. To the point to where there's a lot of rumors that Disney wants to bring him back for Frank Castle. Are you happy with the I return would, of him? I would like that. I really would. He has that uh, really dark look. That um, he has that really... Uh, that attitude that yeah. you, know, you kind of felt you know, Frank Castle really had. Um, he has that justification, though. He, he believes. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you, you, when you look at him playing this character, you can tell that is a Frank Castle that believes in every action he that he's doing. <laughs> he is not doing any wrong. He did an interview on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon about like how he got into that role, and like he he said himself that he went to like a very dark place. So it's I could see him doing that role. Did they put him on a watch? On on on, on a suicide those, watch, one actor watch, I don't, I don't did, think like so. a Heath Ledger watch. Did they put him on that? <laughs> I, that's like, I don't think talent that like that talking. needs to be watched. Yeah. <laughs> we love on, you. Dude. We don't want to lose you. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed his uh, the look of it. Um, it. It was really nice. Um, when they kind of teamed up, it made it a little better um, than the solo ones. But overall, man, it was just mm-hmm. I love the fight scenes were really nice. Uh, the shooting was that, really the, good. What, what brought him into for me was the prison scene in here. Rikers Island. Yeah. So that. What really hit me with the whole Netflix series was the initial hallway scene with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. That hallway scene, because it's so well done, very artful, it gets it's setting up the picture perfect. It's still an uphill struggle for him. He's got some extra powers, but he's still pretty much blind. Right. And you still get that feel of, all right, now I got a couple more. went on the record to say that scene was done in one take. Yeah, that, that that's person. amazing. Ah, yeah, because he amazing. wanted it to be fluid. And right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the whole idea. You know, if you have a film, you more less takes you do, or in between cuts you do, and it becomes right. more, it becomes more organic, and they can see it, and, right. and the audience has that buy into it, mm-hmm. much like they do with the comics. So. Now, as for what could be, I always pose this question: What if? All right. Yeah, we, um, we have an end I usually save it for the end oh, segment. Boy. But what if you could make mm-hmm. Netflix comes to you? They say, Frank, here's your money. Make a se- make a <laughs> season. Anything you want. What's the character you're going to right now? Oh, right now? Not maybe not even well, not subject matter. Any Marvel subject comes battle? to you and Anything. says, "We want you to make. We'll, we'll make it believable now." I'm Marvel well, I'm brings so you money. That Marvel would come back and say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember you. <laughs> Let me check up the dusty rosters and check up. Oh, there you are. Uh, well, I would. I, I really was a big fan of Iron Fist. Okay, we'll just put that one aside. Netflix did not do a good. But I was always a big fan uh, as a comic book reader. I really enjoyed. I picked that. up a couple yeah. uh, compendiums of Iron Fist yeah. because I was really genuinely excited mm-hmm. for the series. I, I, I was. There goes a the deflation. Yeah. Um, uh, I really love Daredevil too, which I thought was nice yeah. uh, until I actually heard the uh, the actress speak, and I go, "Wow, how many takes did it take to get that New York accent in there?" You know? Yeah, uh, the I, yeah he's well, but he's not perfect. He's not perfect. Uh, it's not the Daredevil. But I we need. do, I do like the Daredevil. Ooh. I mean, I really yeah. do like it. Um, which but, suit did you like better? <laughs> 
his original suit. Um, I, the, this new thing, I don't want is this. I don't even see a DD on his chest. Yeah. But hey, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, someone's uh, putting their finger in the cookie jar, you know, so. Well, with the Disney machine, I have to believe that they'll be doing some course correction when they bring all this new property in. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, right now, my uh, I wasn't really excited for, like, Black Widow. And a lot, like, Aquaman. I did not want an Aquaman movie. I feel like this is going to be that movie to where a lot of fans really aren't looking at her. Right. So, are there any kind of characters that you really want to see shine in the next Phase 4? In general, from the obscure to... I I really want to pull in um, Adam Warlock. Yeah. Yeah. That's right out of my own heart. God, I've been wanting to pull Adam Warlock out of there. I'm going, you teased me with this cocoon thing. And I go, okay. Um, And then nothing happened. And like in the books... He's a major player in it. Huge you know, part. I think. But, oh well. But uh, I'd love to see Adam Warlock, you know, um, really come out and smack people around. And, you know, uh, I mean, just as he was in the uh, Gil Kane uh, early books that he was in. And uh, on up to Rick Leonardi's Infinity something, I forget the names, but, you know, all of those. I yeah. mean, i really love to see him come out. I mean, I haven't seen him in a long time. Infinity Gauntlet, that was another compendium I picked up. That I think it was like the, the Delaware First State Comic Con. I got all of the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, nice. I knew they were heading toward, Marvel was heading towards that. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Adam Warlock in there, and I was just, this is so good, they could never do this. Look at all these characters they don't have rights to. And that kind of drowned my hopes. I was still pleasantly surprised with Endgame. Um, is there anything to where you can see Netflix combating this? They lost that superhero, and they have Umbrella Academy. Right. I didn't see that. And they bought the Mark Miller's franchises. Okay. Um, after a while, you know, um, when, uh, Luke Cage wasn't what I thought it would be, it was good. It was good. But it could have been a little better. It was real authentic look, a real feel. You didn't have to really do any kind of too much CGI, yet it kind of fumbled on it, you know, for me. For the me. first yeah. season was better than the second, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fight scenes was just, you know, uh, fist fights, and uh, which is good. I mean, that's what he is. He's bulletproof. I mean, he can, you know, doesn't have to really do anything, really. No laser eyes. But overall, the story-wise could have driven it a little better. Just a little further. Yeah, 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 a little bit. I mean, do you think they went into uh, too much like story on the character and not driving the narrative within the, the scenery? Um, the scenery was was perfect. I mean, uh, I think it was Mashala. I forget his last name. Ali. Mashala. Mashala yeah. Ali. That was a great character. Yes. Um, Cottonmouth. Um, I mean, oh, so overall, they had some really nice things, but it just kind of like, you know, uh, it didn't pan out. Yeah. I, I don't know really. I liked it up until the ending. I thought Lion King 2.0, which was the second season, with her, it was kind of cool. Um, and I, I just think <laughs> that's that a they, they kind of, it was pretty much because people were saying Black 
Panther was Lion King 1.5. Luke Cage Season 2 is Lion King 2.0 then, because that's how it ended. Just a little bit better. I know. Still kind of... Yeah, I know. Did you see, see, speaking of the the Lion King 2.0 and 1.5, did you see Black Panther and the purple scenes and the the animated shots of of the original Lion King and the purple scene in that? It was like straight up tree... Having this vision, yeah, it's oh, really? like no, there's a no. there's a meme out there. I mean, if you want to pull it up, you can just search Black Panther Lion King. That's um, really wow. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's identical. There's yeah, there's a big trace to between the two. Regardless, I mean, with Eternals coming out, I think that's another property that a lot of people don't know about. But they just have anything they can. I, do. I don't know why they're just pulling things out of complete left field. Uh, it's probably going to be really nice. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping that it is. Yeah, they got but a lot of big names. It's like, I mean, you can find something a little closer in the circle. Part of me thinks that they're they're trying to hit without Guardians hit because yeah. Guardians was you didn't know you wanted them until that first movie, and the ensemble cast was just picture perfect for what they delivered. And they're saying Guardians three is starting off where we left them in Guardians. Mm-hmm. So that's right on par with Guardians, right. Right. and it's I kind of want that with Eternals to where yeah I want this group of people that I don't know anything about right. and that predate everybody, mm-hmm. given a little bit more depth. Give me Secret Wars, that would be really great if we could work towards that. Wow, I think that they could still they could do that because you got. Fantastic Four, X-Men, you got the Defenders, you have a lot of properties to bring in here, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mastermind Kevin Feige at the top, just trying to plot everything out, you know, that's a lot like trying to sail a kite during a hurricane. Well, it's your bottleneck and everything. And that's where they, I find they, with the Disney Plus TV shows, that's where they're starting to skip them up, they move WandaVision up to Mm -hmm. December, uh... Falcon Winter Soldier mm-hmm. is uh, August, I'm, and I'm then betting on that one. Yeah. Yes, Mandalorian season two is October, so they're moving whoop, everything up. And I guarantee you, they're going to keep doing that in the 2021 because they realized, wow, if we want to keep these streamers happy, we have to give them stuff. Well, you know, give them, you know, you give them some good quality, you know, story that. I mean, a lot of people don't know the WandaVision type of thing. They don't even know they're, yeah. they were together. I mean, like, yeah. they were, oh, they were, oh, they like each other? Yeah. It was a big, I mean, I grew up reading yeah. comic books in the 70s, mm-hmm. and that was a big thing that the, her brother, Pytra, always tried to get in between. You know, we call it C-blocking now, but it was yeah. something else back in the 70s. <laughs> now, now, now that you brought up, you know, you said you started reading comic books in the 70s. What was your one character that said that, I want to do this, I want to draw a book? Wow. Um, well, at the time, anything Kirby did. Okay. Um, and that was one thing I kind of got, a book that I, on a rare occasion, I didn't get comics on a monthly basis, but I got uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Ooh, yeah. okay. And okay. Uh, not that, that was the one done by Kirby, but uh, the uh, Captain America and Falcon. Okay. All right. And that was a short little thing, but it was nice. I really enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah. So, you know? so then we'll fast forward a little bit and say... Um, Within this career, mm-hmm. what would you say was like your coup de grace moment? Like something that you hold like, near and dear that you got to work on? Uh, well, I just um, getting a chance to work on Punisher War Journal. Okay, uh, that was 
Uh, I, I mean, I had just gone freelance after working a year in Marvel in in the studio, and then from there, um, as I'm walking out, Don Daly was you know throwing work at me. Really nice guy. I really like him. Um, and he just said, "Hey, Frank, there's this guy. You know, see what you can do with him. You know, it was really." He, he already had him on someone else, and he felt it wasn't a quite a right fit. And he said, "Here, what are you gonna do with it, Frank?" Yeah, sure. Let's see. Now, how much pressure were you feeling at that? At that? Uh, rent. Was it? It was just <laughs> the whole world's just right on your shoulders, and that month's that month's month rent. That month's rent. Hey. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was happy. I was really yeah. happy that you know, because I kind of figured at that time I, I'd still be doing like you know mediocre. I was doing Sleepwalker. Which was uh, um, another book um, out of the same office, uh, maybe not as well known, but you know everybody knew Punisher, you yeah. know. And I was just doing like oddball. Um, I think it was holiday special, back to school special, Punisher, um, little things, um, yeah. Suicide Squad, Suicide Run, and um, you know, in the middle of something like that, Don said, "So what you gonna do, Frank?" You know. <laughs> so I just gave it a shot. You know, I was I was really happy for it. And then I also saw out of those comics there, one was Absolute Carnage. How, uh, with Sony at the reins, how confident are you that we can see a true-to-comic carnage out of Woody Harrelson? Because I got a feeling that he could be good. He's a great actor, so I think he can pull it off. Now, Bowfinger? No, uh, Fear and Loathing. Fear no, of, yeah, no, the, no, the no. one with the bowling one. Oh, uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. Okay. Yeah. Everybody loves Kingpin. I think he'd do really good as an actor in that yeah. character. Um, he was uh, the like, overall. If, now you have to worry about the story. It's just too quick. If he can pull a quick little snip that we saw him at the end of Venom, mm -hmm. and now it's him and Venom in, in there. They're probably going to be teasing Spidey at the end of Venom. But if he can pull the same. The same kind of character he did in Natural Born Killers, mm -hmm. then like along that, right in that realm of right. like insanity, walking that line, mm -hmm. I, I think he would be able. To He's a very out. versatile actor. Where yeah. that's kind of where I have my faith in him. But even still, with Sony, it's it's like stepping outside on the grass after it rained. Mm -hmm. You know it's solid, but you don't know how squishy it is. Right. That's kind of how I feel watching a Sony movie right well, now. Well, you can, yeah, I guess you can put your money on him playing the character. Now you have to worry about who's writing the story. Which it's, uh, we have Andy Sykes directing. Or you, Gollum. Yeah, Gollum. <laughs> Which he plays. <laughs> God, when you were half a person ago, that was so much better of a reference. <laughs> I've known you too long. Yeah, when I was uh, 145 pounds soaking wet. That yeah. was uh, almost 10 years ago. Yeah, he was, he was, he was like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, got he got married and fat and happy. Um, the appendectomy. Several helped. times. <laughs> Uh, and all 47 of his kids. <laughs> Very Catholic. <laughs> That's why he has the red hair. And <laughs> Irish. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I mean, that's why they cry when they move along. But that's, that's <laughs> this has been great, man, and I've, I've continued success. Is anything there you anything that you're working on now? That you I'm going to be doing my own book. Okay. Pencil, inking, and writing. Okay. And I'm going to be doing a Kickstarter for it. The name of the book is Caribe the Hunting. 
It's got a little uh, idea feel of uh, Predator. It's got a little feel of Ghost in the Shell. And it's got a real good feel of uh, Blade Runner. Both, both ones. Also, Ghost in a Shell, Blade Runner mix in there? Little, oh. It's a little um, alien, Ooh. outer space, cowboy, western type of thing, but okay. uh, dealing with... Uh, uh, inner city and big corporate conglomerates of the world that is basically had to been redone. Nice, nice. Uh, that already sounds like a, a great series. Especially, so I'm looking for. You have me a ghost in a show. Ghost in a show. The original yeah. anime Japanese anime from the 90s. Yes, absolutely. Not the Scar Joe. Well, the looks of that, I love it. It's beautiful. The CGI I heard was people liked, but the overall, I didn't hear they really hit the nail on the head with it. Unfortunately, but it's beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of anime that they're trying to bring back into live ad uh, adaptations now. One that I heard Netflix is going to do is Steins Gate, which is a really good time travel anime. Mm -hmm. Sends a text message back in time. He starts off experimenting with a banana. It doesn't go well. Um, they're doing a lot of live ad adaptations out there, including Dragon Ball Z, which... That's a tough one, to. I hope they do it right. We've already had one bad movie. Once again, muddy ground on that yeah. one, I kind of feel. But there's... I, I feel like anime are almost like uh, video games in the fact that we haven't gotten a really good movie film to where before Iron Man... Yeah, you could say that Michael Keaton, Batman, but nothing really else that you could really say. So, no, this is a this is a great film. So we we Blade. asked this question. Blade, yes. Blade was good, and Blade it was two was even better. And Blade was done. Three went the way of Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was shot in the leg right like from the start. My goodness. <laughs> you kind of get any time for that one, yeah. Oh but God. although you did kind of see that that movie was all, almost where Ryan Reynolds people started to see him as Deadpool. They were like, hey, he's got. Well, he's just you know that smart mouth, and who who could you match towards that? Yeah, and. Completely. Yeah. yeah. There is there is room to say that Blade actually kickstarted the idea of the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you don't hear it. That's yeah. You don't you don't necessarily hear it because I mean the budget for Blade was only like ten percent of the yeah. of, of Infinity War and Endgame. So if you look at it the grand scale. Well, now we have Blade coming back with phase five with Mahershal Ali, which I am completely happy about. Bringing him back into the fold, which I, I think he'll do great. Yeah. I do. Real good the character, you know, I just but the character, the actor, both of them. So yeah, since we had two bad well, I wanna say we had one okay version. It was like borderline okay, borderline like a bit as like a scene. But what did you think of the Fantastic Four movie in the 90s that is With the zipper? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with this. You add every, every time you ask Is that the zipper Yes, I do. Yes. Every time we go live, he asks somebody. It started off with Frank Link in Comic Universe. But Holy moly. We kind of yeah. agreed at that first that that was I mean, the that's along the same vein of like the, the Kiss hero. rock band movie that was like out Phantom there. in the Park. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heathen! I saw it as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you never say anything about that. No. <laughs> I actually went up to Ace Frehley's house where he used to live in Marion Avenue in the Bronx, where I lived. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I found out he was a complete turd. My yeah. God, what a turd. Yeah, that's why you, you can't yeah. really meet But then you grow up and you got never meet your heroes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, and there's a select few that you can actually you hear good stories about and meeting. Right. And, I mean, gotta say... You're not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and while people Thank and you. people on our site are saying, no, man, I remember that Punisher. And you ins- helped inspire. Punisher, 74, hey. 73. After that, it just turns really vague. <laughs> I remember that after that, you know? But you were effect- well affecting young minds in there with the Punisher. I know, I'm sorry. I <laughs> Do you know what... Year around that time frame, that was 92, 93, and probably 92. I uh, did the cover and the interior. There's Punisher facing one way and Lynn Michaels facing the other way. That was one of the, uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, a haze after that. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, but a few things, uh, you know, just around. Um, I really enjoyed the the being an artist. Yeah, I really do. Um, My daughter, um, she's on the spectrum and she draws a lot. Um, That's does. how it starts. Yeah, and um, she she draws now. She she used to just draw Sonic, which she did chalk art with mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. and Rose. And then now she's watching My Hero, so she's drawing Deku. She's drawing Goku. Uh, and she, she, she's going all in on it, and like, so you know, we're enticing her, we're getting her like the 3D art style books and stuff like that. She goes anime club. Oh, holy shit! I have a web series. Yeah, I made an animated web series with my friend. <laughs> I completely goddamn forgot about that. Oh yeah, I wrote and directed a show. Um, <laughs> it's called Tales from the Morgue: Unfortunate Deaths Dude. and Unfortunate Ways. That's why I wear the hat. Remember those six months out of the yeah. Um, the first episode, Clean Shave, and the second episode, Until Death. I wrote and directed Until Death, and I did the storyboarding and helped write the story with Clean Shave. Uh, my buddy Joe's editor and threw that together. We're still working on other episodes, but it's just un- unfortunate deaths. Oh. My episode is shocking. <laughs> okay. It's, they're Quite short good. episodes because it's indie funded and that shit's expensive. Yeah, so, absolutely. Two minute, uh, about two minute long episode and uh, there you go. Look at that. Yeah, That's nice. and, uh, unfortunate uh, tales about tales from the morgue. So Rip Studios involved with that as well. So I've got a couple projects that I've. I understand the artistic kind of yeah. thought there, where you know I got ideas up here. You, you need to get on the page and you need to get them out. Uh, get them out. That's a real yeah. big thing. Um, funding is always the uh, the next hurdle, which is the bigger hurdle. Unfortunately, there's a small hump, and there's a real Mount Everest. You know, after that. But uh, you know, so it's uh, the hardest part with this was getting an animator. Okay. Uh, the last one was a Russian guy who we think probably got abducted by Putin. We're not sure. He just kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. So that's why we are on a bit of a hiatus I think right that's now. Fake news there, yeah, it is. It's okay. <laughs> it Joe started. Rogan told me you can say anything anything on a podcast. All you got to do is just say you're sorry. I'm sorry. He <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's it. PR is easy. Man. I don't know it's like so hard. You know? So difficult about that. You know? <laughs> oh, it's concrete poisoning. Look, after today, anybody can get away with anything. Impeachment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cold season. You know? I thought you had allergies. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <true>. <laughs> 
But we definitely got to do this again, especially when the Comic-Con comes up. It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely, guys. Thank and you so thank much. Thank you I so really much for being on our thank shitty you, little thank podcast. Thank you so much, guys. No problem. <laughs> thank you, this Mark, was for great, having guys. Oh, awesome, guys. No, this no, was no. great. Love having you guys. Thank you guys for watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, wow, man, this has been awesome. We definitely got to come back here, do it again, and uh, we'll be... Now he's back from the uh, outside. Yeah, there we go. I didn't want to Frank from the hallway. Frank, yeah. Frank, yeah. you hallway. ruined the movie magic at the very end. So I, I did. I, I, it. All right, I'm leaving. You broke yeah. the fourth wall. <laughs> 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 this store could have been eons long, and now they know that yeah. you're from right there to right there. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you got to come in the secret entrance. There, he went in the quick way. We have a back way. <laughs> we have a back way. <laughs> As always, boys oh, and girls, this has been a long, drawn-out goodbye. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man. To my left is Christopher Bristow, the old man. And in the background is big brother Stephen Bucarell. Frank, it's been an honor. Mark, thank you for having us. We're going to do it again, guys. This has been the Triforce Podcast. And as always, game on! We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Take care. Or see you on uh, oh, God, Sunday. That was awesome, that guys. Thanks, Mark. Well, now we have your shirt on, Cam. Like a Heath Ledger wash. Did they put them on that? <laughs> a lot of people don't know the Wanda vision. Thing. They don't even know they're, they were together. I mean, like, well, we call it seed blocking now, but it was yeah. something else back then. <laughs> you know it's solid. Don't know how squishy it is. Very Catholic. <laughs> That's why he has the red hair. And Irish. <laughs> the Kiss Euro. rock band movie that was like out Phantom in the Park? Yes! Pizza. <laughs> It's between recording and streaming. Recording means this may go in the end credits. Streaming is completely separate. That was Thanks awesome. So much. That yeah. was freaking awesome. Yeah, you can tell we play off each other. I see. Yeah, I've known him. That's the big thing. I mean, you know, I know this not. Oh no no, go ahead. Scoot out. That, that, that'd kind of be funny if you kind of scoot it out from underneath there and then uh, <laughs> Hey, there he is. Hey, uh, I, I just like people to understand high beams and low beams. Like, you don't have to burn the retinas out of my skull. It's more fun Wow, that is very creepy. <laughs> the camera on you. <laughs> It's okay, this will be in the end credits. You guys may not know this man had a lot of influence in your life. <laughs> Especially if you're a fan of this podcast, which is all about comics, anime, nerd culture. We talk about Marvel every week. We got some from Marvel. He's and let me, get, let me put it this way. We didn't set it up. We are just completely taking it and running with it. Thanks, Mark. Hey. <laughs> yeah, stop recording. I'm just here. I already hit stop. Um, cool yeah, beans. Yeah, but you, this is recording. Awesome, stop that. Stop that. Okay. <laughs>